everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi, Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> what, me? But what about Zoidberg? That's kind of what he's, he's, he is, kind of like. Yeah. I, I mean, want to uh, suck your blood, blood squeezer. I want to suck your Heineken out of the bottle, and that's not the gay thing. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I don't know. It depends on what you're. Uh... Well, now I have to go to the bathroom. By the way, thanks a lot. What do you mean you have to go to the bathroom? But you, you played the little thunderstormy thing. Uh, it doesn't uh, take much. It was, uh, you want me to talk and you go, or we no, just started no, the live I'll show? I know, I'll just, I'll just wander off in the middle of something. Because, uh, you know, we had a long day. Uh, sorry we're late. We had a, we had a, uh, we, um, were, try we're doing a, uh, hockey game while we were trying to watch a baseball game. <laughs> yeah. Hockey kept getting in the way. Okay, we fucking Phillies blew it tonight. But that means, we get uh, enchantress. That means it's over. Well, to Philadelphia, yes. Yes, but I it's still, all over. I still have hope. Uh, and Enchantress and I are going to the game on Saturday. Nice. So if anyone's going down there, not that uh, we cro we have a cross-section of Philadelphia, but if anyone's going to be down there for the game, hit me up on the gram. We'll say what's up. You know, if we go in. Hopefully that's the winning game. That's the game. For the Phillies. For the Phillies. It can't be the winning game for uh, the Braves, Squeezer. Wait, it can. It can absolutely yes, be. Yes, it can. Yeah, it's one and one. Yeah. 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 Sorry, math is not uh, what I'm good at. No, it's so I am horrific at it, yet somehow I, I'm good with just that basic addition anymore. That's why I don't like when it goes to, like, the championship series, like, the World Series, because you start getting into, like, sevens. It's a little high for me. I like. I really like that wild card round. Mm -hmm. Not to count that mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. um, our second Halloween show, twenty twenty two, last weekend was oh. fun. Talking about commercials, squeezer. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and uh, um, we watched. Did you watch the penultimate episode of the She Hulk, Attorney at Law? Uh, penultimate. Yes, with the big cliffhanger at the end. Right when she rages out at the fortune, I mean the intelligentsia board. Yes, I really do like how the writers turn the the group intelligentsia, the smartest beings in the universe, ran by Modoc, into well the self per, per the self described, uh, ran by Modoc into a, like a fortune board, like a real life troll of the fortune board that bitches about. She -hole. I don't even know what they bitch about. I really have Well, like you said, self-described smartest people in the world. Oh, well, yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It was an intelligent move. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, uh, it's a good show, and I'm really excited for tomorrow, the, the final episode of the season. Hopefully there's more, because I really enjoyed She-Hulk yeah, this it, year. It moved. I did not it, think I was going to be into She-Hulk, Squeezer. Yeah, I'm not going to say I, I wrote it off only because... I didn't write I'm it off. Huge... I was just like, I was like, um, okay. <laughs> you know, I never read... Much... I, I, I read her when she crossed over in like Civil War and shit and Fantastic Four, but I've never like... Like I saw, I read some of the books in the early uh, early 90s that were by John Byrne, mainly because mm -hmm. at what age I was in the early... She was on the cover of the Marvel Swimsuit Edition. <laughs> yeah. When it was, it was either her and Rogue. Um 
so you know but i didn't really i, I had so i had some books squeezer but i don't know how much i read of them <laughs> um yeah like i wasn't like writing it off it was more of a how are you gonna do a, i know it's different than you know typical hulk smash with her but still i didn't realize the show that they were making now that this is the show that they made i'm happy that they did right yeah no it's yeah. It, it, it's a really fast-moving show uh, and i was kind I of excited to get an extra selling point for me is the pace of it whereas the other shows i watch are long and very arduous it, but i love that yeah but sometimes you just need you know to breathe every now and then I still haven't gone back to Andor. Oh, um, uh, so I, I'm, you know, it comes out Wednesday, so I'll, I'll watch it uh, after the show tonight. But I hear it is amazing, and I was because I was going to criticize last week. I'll even admit, last week was slow. And I, granted, I know they're setting stuff up, but if you're going to do what they did, maybe just have them walk. You know, just a little change the scenery, mm, just a little bit. Okay. Um, you know, shit, Sorkin did it, and they did it. They they walked. They stayed in an office building, but they managed to just walk a little bit. You know. But yeah, no, it was. I'm excited. I only I didn't even watch Game of Thrones yet. I'm a, what? I'm, I missed last week. I haven't. I haven't had a chance. All like, I've been going to sleep at ten thirty. Feels good. It's actually good for you. Well, not tonight, pal. Nope. I mean, maybe by like eleven thirty, it might be. You might have to give me a little tap a tap a tap on the headphones. But tap a tap a tap a. Nah, I'm all good. You're good. Yeah. I don't want to hear any of this. I'm I'm, I'm kind of wired. Not gonna yeah, lie. I'm a little wired too. It was a. I, I it was a good funny night on headset. Holy shit! My legs are. I got a little squeezer shaking leg syndrome going on. Okay. Yeah, I'm twitchy. A little twitchy. Well, we had a fun night. Was, uh, the headset ch- chant with ba- banter was just right, um, even with Dirk. <laughs> yeah, it was a good warm-up. Dirk bragging about WWF maybe or may not making an action figure of him. <laughs> you tell him Bruce mentioned him on his podcast one time, and all of a sudden. You see in a lot of Stone Cold promos, if you watch him, you see Dirk there with his ponytail and his goatee, and he's like, oh, they made, a, they made an action figure with a ponytail and a goatee. It's clearly Dirk, but, you know, I didn't see a dollar of that. <laughs> uh, but, um, oh, that was me hitting my my megahorn. We had a nice little walk to the record store. Yeah. Squeezer, uh, tell everyone what you bought, and then I'll go oh, to my I, my... I picked up some uh, Mogwai. Uh, the new album that came out last year and uh, a uh, collection of EPs from the late 90s. And uh, what else did I get? I don't know. Oh, the Social Network. Oh, the Social uh, Network score, yeah. Atticus Ross uh, and Trent Reznor. Soundtrack. Um, which I was excited, too, because, you know, I was going through all the movie soundtracks, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not that one yet. And then I went through, and I was going through the Nine Inch Nails. I'm like, oh, look at that sneaky coming over here to your daddy so i picked that up and then um hmm. uh what up it's all the way over here oh the twin peaks uh wow. which i've been it's been on my like wish list to get list for a while so I what what vinyl swirl was is it the new twin peaks or the old twin peaks it's the fire walk with me 
Uh, okay. I have the uh, great cup of coffee swirl, brown swirl vinyl. Oh. Yeah. So I picked up the pumpkin cut, uh, orange translucent soundtrack recording to the great pumpkin Charlie. It's the great pumpkin Charlie Brown by the Vince Giraldi uh, and his his orchestra. I picked up an album which I've really been into since it came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's been nine years since they put out music, Squeezer. Are you serious? Yeah, it's been a while. Are you that old? Yeah, heads Roll Roll were their last big hit. Um, hmm. This is uh, Cool It Down. They have that song, Spitting Off the Edge of the World. It's good. I like their new album. Um, and it's on Opaque yellow colored vinyl squeezer i got the original pressing of the karate kid part two album squeezer oh wow which features glory of love the theme from karate kid by peter satara rock and roll over you by the moody blues fish for life by man crab rock around the clock by paul rogers let me at him by Southside johnny and the asbury jukes <laughs> which we've done plenty of time dennis de young uh, of sticks did this is the time uh this is the time earth angel by new edition the love thing from karate kid part two uh two looking at one by carly simon and the storm uh whatever that's from uh so that's a good album there i got the re-released score by danny elfman of dick tracy movie Finally back on vinyl, the Grammy-nominated film score from 1990. Danny Elfman has created one of the most distinct bodies of work in contemporary film music. And then it says, The enemy and my enemy is my enemy, Dick Tracy. <laughs> and it's on limited edition, pressed on transparent blue vinyl. You picked this up last time Ooh. you were there, right, Squeeze? Uh, I thought you said you had it. Yeah, I, have, I don't know if I have... Hang on. The blue vinyl? No, it's not... Yours is yours original? Uh, that's what I'm. Is it? Oh no, it's the blue. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, I, I thought you had the blue one. Yeah, 2019. Yep, I picked really? up yeah. the original, still mint condition in its wrapper soundtrack to Dragnet the movie with Tom that's Hanks. That's fucking epic. And Dan Aykroyd. I wouldn't even know that. That's your nest egg. Well, I only paid eight dollars for it, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. It's probably only worth four. Um, I got a new release of Frankie Stein and His Ghouls, Monster Sounds and Dance Music, Twist, Frog, Foxtrot, Holy Gully, Swim, the ideal party record, and it's the 1964 Halloween classic, first ever LP reissue on ghoulish neon green vinyl. Ooh. It's got uh, Weirdo the Wolf, Goon River, a herps, a, 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 a hearse is not a home, Three Little Weirds, uh, Lullaby of Ghostland, Knives and Lovers, Little Ghoul Blue, Ghoul Days, Little Brown Bug, and Neck Twist. And finally, Squeezer, well not finally, finally my records, because I got more, <laughs> uh, my dear, near and dear to my heart, pressed on limited edition blue and silver vinyl squeezer, the Batman Forever soundtrack. 
Can't believe you bumped into that. I know. I saw it. I'm like, well, I need that. How many times have I, I, I had this as a pick on our show? No, I got it. The beautiful vinyl. It's a piece of vinyl. Uh, and it's a limited pressing, too, so that's always cool. Black vinyl so boring. And I also picked up, so I have a small tape collection that I've been hoarding. Uh, Enchantress is probably listening to this and saying, God damn it. <laughs> and tapes, all the tapes there were $3. So I got Halloween Hits, which has Monster Mash, Haunted House, The Blob, Ghostbusters, Twilight Zone, The Purple People Eater, The Adams Family. Um, I put a spell on you, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and Martian Hop on it. So that I got all those songs, three bucks, Squeezer. That's fun. That's I great. got... Um, Bush's Razorblade suitcase album, which I love, and it still has the wall lifetime guarantee sticker on a squeezer. So I could take this into a wall, get a new copy <laughs> if anytime it goes bad. Um, great songs on this Mouth, Swallowed, um, Synapse. Uh, fucking, I love every song on this album. That's that, that tape. I got a still sealed in the cellophane copy of. Weird Al Yankovic, Off the Deep End, which has Smells Like Nirvana, Trigger Happy, I Can't Watch This, Polka Your Eyes Out, I Was Only Kidding, The White Stuff, When I Was Your Age, Taco Grande, Airline Amy, The Plumbing Song, and Don't You Love Me Anymore. And of course, the last tape I picked up was Bone Thugs and Harmony, The Art of War, World War II. So, got some good, good pickups here, Squeezer. That is nice. I'm glad you're getting in on the, uh, I guess you've been doing it for a while, the, the tape thing now. Yeah, I don't know if you saw, I bought for uh, It Goes Crazy in 10 Years. I bought a, a I, so I bought a re-release of, and you know how you were making fun of me? Because just after I told you, like, don't buy doubles just for it and don't, like, unless you listen to it and don't buy it just, don't buy it just for the prettiness. You have to... yeah, yeah, you scold me when I'm like, ooh, that's pretty. You're like, no. I'm yeah, like, you, okay. it could it could spiral out of control, like, if you buy something just to look at and not to listen to. And then I had my second copy of Dreamland by um, Glass Animals, an album I love. It is different, Squeezer. There are different mixes to the songs on it, so I listen okay. to it, and it is That's fair enough. It is different, but I also bought the cassette tape of it when I bought that. I have the cassette of Stranger Things soundtrack from season one, uh, and I have a few other, and I, I have a cassette player across the cassette player. So I, I have a few other tapes that I've slowly been like, oh, well, buy that in cassette. That's pretty cool. You know, the cool translucent. Of course, they're getting me with the gimmick tapes. Uh, speaking of gimmicks, I got an email from Mattel Creations today, Squeezer. Oh, yes. They they're do they they kind of run this like. Um, oh, I got Doodle and Izzy in here. Oh, it's a full house. You got a studio audience. Um, they kind of run their their like, uh, crowdfunded thing, like you know Indiegogo or whatever the other one was. You know what I'm talking about crowdfunding oh uh, yeah you know what indiegogo Sorry. is right yes yeah i can't think of what the other one is called oh shit i need that fuck 
Uh, go fund me. <laughs> uh, so they have their own kind of thing where uh, your chance to join the fight. Today is He-Man's birthday, and to celebrate, we're kicking off an epic Motu crowdfund for the for the Masters of the Universe Origins Eternia playset. They're re-releasing Eternia. You know that giant that yes three section playset with the monorail in between. We're calling on all the diehard Motu fans to join, unlock all tiers, and complete the set. So at five thousand backers, they'll make the set, and we'll all get Eternia. Uh, if you're if you're uh, early backer bonus, you get the King Grayskull figure. At uh, eight thousand backers, you get the Mo- Moat Monster figure added. At 10,000 backers, they unlock at Keyclar, leader of the elders. And yeah, I don't, I don't even know what it, Let me see what, learn more. Let's see what this fucking thing costs and if I'll be buying it or not. $550, Squeezer. Hmm. I mean, it's a tax write-off, right? It's a charitable donation. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's 57% funded and it just started. Wow. Oh. Take that, Florida. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> now, the last time they did this that I remember, they did like the old school new generation wrestling ring with WWF. Mm-hmm. And they like wrestling fans had to like last minute come in and fund it at the last minute because uh, no one wanted it. But everyone wants this attorney at play set. Shit. <clears throat> they might get stretch goals, Squeezer. Oh, they stretch goals are those at eight thousand, yeah. ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. They might get to Kiklar, the leader of the elders. Kiklar, Kiklar. It's day one, and it's like fifty-seven percent funded. That's insane. I don't know what day it started, but it might have been the tenth. But still, what are we on? The twelfth, two days, and it's it's at that already. <sighs> Crazy. Uh, they also are releasing figure versions of He-Man and Skeletor from the Motu movie squeezer. Oh, also, this is oh, totally rad. I want a Dolph Lundgren action figure. Yeah, you definitely get a Dolph Lundgren action figure. Oh, also, in in man-child news, or or, or woman-child hmm. news, they're rele- re- re- uh, Hasbro's re-releasing the Kenner Indiana Jones action figures from the 80s. 70s and 80s. I think there's 80s. Indiana Jones didn't come out until the eighties. You know what I'm talking uh, I about? I mean, yeah, yeah. What, what, what kid's gonna want those, really? What man child won't want to rebuy <laughs> his his youth? I never had do they, them. Do so they make toys for kids anymore? Not, uh, not really. No. No. This attorney play set for five hundred fifty dollars clearly is not for children. <laughs> no, no, not. Do not play with daddy's uh, toy. Uh... You stay out of stay out of my workroom. But my, daddy, my, you my, you have better play sets than I do. Yes, play sets are for adults. You're a kid, use your imagination. <laughs> for fuck's sake. Daddy, mom said to stop swearing at me. Grow up. Learn to swear on your own. And then you could buy your own five hundred fifty dollar play sets. <laughs> five hundred and fifty dollars. Fuck, Squeezer. I can't. Uh, you, you you call me cheap, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm surprised how much money you spent today. 
What? I'm not gonna go there for nothing. I, I gotta. I... My problem is a lot of stuff I look for either doesn't exist or is very, very rare because they didn't really make vinyl of it then. So it was kind of it, everything I listened to came out in a very like dead period. And no one has any interest in it now. So, where there's no static X vinyl in there? No, uh, actually, uh, there was some POD. Mm. Don't I don't know. I did. I uh, did. I find some static X. But no, like my late '90s, early 2000s trip hoppy kind of stuff, and a bunch of my British shit. I was legit going to buy the Great Malenko by the Insane Clown Posse if they had it. I don't even know. I gotta go to Discog see if they even released it. I mean, don't ever, don't say you did. If if they if they did, they probably just smashed them all over each other's heads just for fun. You know, it's not for fun; it's a performance squeezer. I'm talking about the juggalos. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's all right. The great. Come on, let me type here. The great. How do you spell Malenko? Oh, Milenko. Like Dean Milenko? Got it. M-I-L-E-N-K-O. Okay. Um, format. Uh, vinyl. Oh, my God. There's four. There's four vinyls. Um, Man, they're all older, though. So this is the only album I owned of uh, Insane Clown Posse. So there's the Great Malenko in the uh, 20th anniversary edition. Oh, there's a record store day release. <laughs> it was platinum. Holy shit. Because they were popular at a time in some yeah. clown posse. Uh, yeah, there, there's a red and green version for record store day. Oh, man. What do those cost on eBay? Let's... Let's see what I'm going to spend for this. The Great Milenko Vinyl. $145. $350 for the record store version squeezer. The red version is $444. Two hundred fourteen. Oh my god! I'm not finding the great Malenko. I guess. Did I lose you? Yeah. Oh man. I. Oh, I could get it on cassette for thirty five ninety nine though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the way to go. <clears throat> I think that's more fitting. Hmm. I had it on CD. I I, I don't know if I still do anymore. Um, it was the fourth card and the, the whatever the fuck that whole deal was they did. Oh, and the the tape is purple, translucent. Oh fuck! I should buy it. <laughs> Mike could Munch and I could drive around a vehicle that only has a tape player and rock out to the Great Malenko. What is a juggalo? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you end up like. We just we keep driving till till the gathering. You work yourself your own shoot and you convert yourself into a juggalo. I mean, God, what a way to live, right? 
Uh, I really, I would be the guy jumping onto things. Uh oh. I am your. You'd be I'm my superhuman. superhuman? That yeah. boy. Um, that's me. Oh, fuck this shit. <laughs> or would it be? I hate this place. <laughs> Damn it. Stop. Making fun of me. Oh, it just it caught on like wildfire <laughs> today. <laughs> Anytime someone said damn it. <laughs> it just I know, it just rolls off the tongue, huh? Uh, I I'll never forget that day, Squeezer. That was one of the best days of my life. I'm glad I can Oh, it totally turned the mood around. We were ready to have a shitty day because of that fucking idiot. And it all got better. So something, the the episode of, of She-Hulk is going to be good, Squeezer, because the latest headline on comicbook.com by Jenna Anderson 34 minutes ago is, She-Hulk, Marvel tells fans not to spoil finale and new teaser. That's when you know. So, what do you want, Izzy? You want to come up? You want me to hold you? Oh, come here. Say hi to Uncle Squeezer and all the Radomaniacs. Oh, hi. Oh, there she goes running off. Um, So that's when you know something good's going to be in it, Squeezer. When they give the whole don't spoil. Are you there? I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm listening. No. <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> you, you have to talk, too. Oh, sorry. The listeners are at home. I didn't see. I, I, I saw it. I didn't get a chance to watch it. I had to call into the show. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm, we don't, we can, well, actually, I, I mean, the teaser. I, I read a teaser. Nah, yeah, uh, also, no, Kellogg's is releasing uh, Ego Nog. I saw mm. this on Marky Devo. It's, um, you know, since we're halfway through it, well, only, well, not about halfway through October. It's time for Christmas already. You know, they move Halloween out right away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my. I was at uh, JCPenney's buying myself some uh, pants. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they were fancy pants. And, uh, yeah, it was all Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, everywhere. Yeah, they're done with Halloween. Um. So, Ego, the waffle people. Izzy, don't bite at my hand. Are getting in on the holiday beverage fun with the first ever Ego Nog. Uh, a spirited holiday drink made in partnership with Craft, Distil- Craft Distillery Sugarlands Distilling out of Gatlinburg, Tennessee. The Ego Nog Appalachian Sipping Cream. This seems right up Trucker's Alley. <laughs> Appalachian Sipping Cream is described to be being a decadent rum-based liqueur with cinnamon and nutmeg flavor notes. Uh, it's not waffle flavored. What? It's not waffle flavored, but Ego says it pairs perfectly with their Ego thick and fluffy waffles to make for a delicious and very cozy treat. Uh, it's ooh, fuck, it's forty proof. Damn, that's sipping cream right there. Man, I wonder if we can get Munch to drink a whole jar of that shit because it's probably I, I, it's probably like a hundred calories a sip. <laughs> nothing compared to his cookies. Yeah, and he, those are sugar-free, too, Squeezer. Ugh. He ate a whole package of Vortman's strawberry wafer cookies, but sugar-free, at uh, what we figured out, 10,040 calories. Uh, he had a bag of combos, like not like a small like bag, like a, a full-size bag. Mm-hmm. He, he ate a bag of gummy bears, 
which was 100 calories per serving with six servings. I don't know what else he had in there. He, he should be the size of a fucking barn, but he's not. Does that make infuriate I'm gonna you? Go with, I'm going to go with... Yeah, it does. I'm going to go with tapeworm. Oh, yeah, he did wrestle. Yeah. It was on those wrestling mats. Tapeworm living inside him still. My little Izzy. I got a little Izzy on my lap. Aw. Um, okay, we we should get into the Halloween uh, show, and I think I go first, right, Squeezer? Ooh, uh, yes, I recall that. All right, here is my first pick. Ten years ago, Halloween, evil had a shape. Terror had a night. And now, he's back. Six bodies, Sherry, that's what I see. Michael Myers is here in this town. Halloween 4, the return of Michael Myers. He's come home to kill. Halloween 4, rated R. Starts Friday, October 21st at theaters everywhere. Halloween 4, 1988's saw the return of Michael Myers, Squeezer. Uh, I did not see that one. Were you pretending like you were going to say you saw it? Because I didn't expect you to say no, it. No, no. No. Clearly, you knew I didn't. Yeah. Have, I, have you seen any Halloweens besides Kills? No, the first one and... Uh, I, yeah. Like, if it's on somewhere and I see it or I'm at a party and like, hey, watch I witnessed this. it was on television. I remember, I remember seeing, like, the first one at a friend's house and I, I was trying to be cool again i'm not scared and it's one of those things where you're watching but you're kind of watching like three feet to the right of the tv so you're not actually watching it so you wait you're telling me your mom didn't have you watch this as a kid because it's her favorite song (laughs) or her favorite movie i mean you the soundtrack's awesome yeah john carpenter man fucking man but um so i saw my mom loves the Halloween. Halloween is her my her favorite movie of all time. And we saw Halloween as a kid and Halloween uh technically I think Halloween wasn't in the 80s, right? It was 78. Yeah, cuz this is 10 years later and it's 88. 10 years later, Michael's back. 80. So, doing the math, 78 okay. plus 10 takes us to 88 so then halloween 2 came out in 81 show off so i did that quick i wrote it down squeezer and, and oh, like okay. i did it in my head halloween Good 2 uh reveals michael as uh laurie strode's brother and him and donald pleasance are thought to be burned alive at the end of it like it's over and john mm-hmm. carpenter and deborah hill by all rights were like we're done uh with michael myers we're moving on, and it's going to be an anthology. Every year, we'll do a new Halloween movie with a different Halloween story. Hence, Halloween... It makes sense. Hence, Halloween. Right. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, um, about the Halloween 3, the big masks. One of my favorites, and my favorite Halloween movie, is um, next. And that's a great movie. Not, I, 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 You definitely need to watch a Squeezer. It's not scary at all. There's, like, no blood in it. Okay. I mean, at, at one point, like, bugs and stuff come out of a dead kid's head but it's about killing children Squeezer. it's not oh, bad. okay i can get behind that yeah I mean, as long as they're not mine <laughs> right uh 
So the movie didn't do like the studio thought. So they're like, bring him back. Get Michael Myers back in here. That's why Halloween 4 is the return of Michael Myers. Now, Halloween 4, you can watch for... It's on YouTube for free. If you look at... Uh, uh, if you search Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, 1984 movie on the Scary Movies account, the whole movie's up there to watch for free. And I would want you to just go and watch the opening credit squeezer. I want to go back and live in these opening credits. It's like... Spooky, you want to live in a horror movie? Spooky world, uh, uh, pumpkins, the, the the skeleton blackout face on the on the like if if I could, yeah oh, the farmland and the, the ambi- how they captured the ambiance of this day squeezer. It's like they're probably just out and they're like oh we should just roll on this dark day, blew some smoke and put some Halloween decorations up on the spooky town. It has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. The opening credits. Oh okay. It's just spooky ambience, and it's really cool, and it's like a beautiful, spooky... They must have been in California, because I'm pretty sure it's where they shot it. Oh, chin scratches. Um, you hear the music, too? Just... I'm loading... Ah, stupid ads. That's what Go this... away, politicians. I'm trying to see something from 35 years ago. Now, something you could also watch, Squeezer? Yes. This is how tightly the rights to this movie are held. Um, someone uploaded Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, full NBC 1989 broadcast with commercials, which I'm pretty sure we watched. Um, and this is this the full rip with commercials Pizza. from the end of summer is on there. And be careful trick-or-treating this Halloween. Tell your parents where you're going and who's going with you. Before you go out, you can pick up a free Halloween safety bag. The pe- Come the to any safety. participating Pizza Hut restaurant and pick one up. The Halloween safety bag is free from your friends at Pizza Hut and WPTF TV. WPTF TV. So, yeah, it's full of Halloween commercials. It's a full broad and squeezer. That's the one you should watch because they probably cut a lot of the scary stuff out. Ooh. Yeah, I, I I like scary movies when they edit them for TV. Yeah, that's me I, as a kid too. I like them too. That's when I would be like, okay, mom, we'll watch. You know, and it's I think, also like on like Pix Eleven, so it's like no Pix Eleven still left it scary. Pix Eleven took very little out. <laughs> <laughs> like NBC though, a national broadcast, they added it pretty. You know, they got a lot of eyes on there. They're gonna edit it pretty nice. Yeah, but usually by then it's dark out. I don't like that. So yeah, I like watching in the afternoon. Uh, Pix Eleven. <laughs> yeah. Right after Baywatch, right before Baywatch, and after wrestling, they'll show Creep Show too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's where I f- saw. Uh, uh, was it Leprechaun in the Hood? I'm the Leprechaun. Maybe. I was at the beer distributor the other day, just grabbing something, and it was great because the guy at the register and the guy in the office in the back were just having a conversation about Leprechaun in the Hood. I'm like, this is fantastic. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, if anyone wants to watch Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers, uh, there's some good. It's kind of. I mean, it's not scary. This movie's not scary at all. Squeezer. Wow, that this is a poor man's process shot. If I've ever seen one before. What's that? 
the, the head-on ambulance driving. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like literally, I think I see the PA's hand like rocking the ambulance. Right. <laughs> what is he? What do you want? Leave my leave my act. Leave my kid alone. Um, if I don't pet her, she like reaches up and she's like, "Pet me." So there's some cool like like nods to the first movie how the, he's trying to kill it, it, it. They they basically like. In the, in the next movie, this is called the Thorn Rune Trilogy, 4, 5. Izzy, stop that, you fucking jerk. She's like stuck, her claws are like stuck in my shirt. Ah. Declaw. There you go. Um, so it's like he's, there's like a curse on him that is forcing him to kill every member of his family, Squeezer. And he's trying mm-hmm. to kill uh, Laurie Strode's daughter. Jamie, uh, mm-hmm. who's living with a foster family, um, the the older sister can't be with her boyfriend because they lost their babysitter, so she has to babysit her. So the boyfriend fucks the girl he works with, with the giant knockers, and obviously they die. <laughs> oh well, yeah, he had it coming. Right? They yeah, they had it coming. Um, he throws the one cool scene is he throws one of the electric workers on a fucking transformer. <laughs> like Michael Myers with his superhuman strength, <laughs> throws him, throws a man up into a transformer at a substation, oh, like, like from ground level. From ground level, <laughs> and and that knocks all the power out in the town. Ah, uh, it, dude, it is it's devastating. I had a, a squirrel uh, sacrifice himself so that I could see what happens when the transformer explodes right outside your window. Hmm. It's a uh, it's a big bang. Yeah, but have you ever seen a man with a white Will Sh- Bill Shatner mask and over- coveralls throw another human being like 10 feet in the air onto a Transformer? I really should watch this. Yeah. So um, all the scares, too, are probably in the house scene at the end, like the big kill scene. Like that's when he- There's a really cool kill in the ambulance. He pushes his thumb through the EMT's forehead. It's so oh, cheesy. Sweet. Yeah, it's so dumb and cheesy. See, that's the thing, like, because I like Friday the 13th movies. Because mm-hmm. to me, they're so cheesy and so campy. They're really just... So the slasher, done... they're supposed to be... Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is too... I don't know. Michael Myers is a little more... Uh... Well, Michael Myers is a lot of the jump scares. He just is, is where you're not expecting him. Yeah. Um, oh, Izzy, get off the audio board. Goes to the edge of it too. Like you can't get me here. You can't get me here. <laughs> um, what else is cool in it? Uh, oh, and in the end, there's a big turn. Loomis oversells this whole. You heard him in a spot. Six bodies on the way here. And then at the end, um, uh, the the daughter attack picks up scissors and attacks the mother. He pulls the mask down just like Michael in the first movie attacks the mother, stabs her, and it's covered in blood. So Loomis immediately is like, I'm going to kill her. He pulls his gun out. To sh- Izzy! Stay off my audio board. I'm fucking with my presets. Uh, he's in first instinct is to shoot the little girl. <laughs> Not go check on the mother and just make sure she's still alive. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot this little girl. <laughs> and the, the luckily the police chief's there to say, no, 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 no. <laughs> We don't shoot the little girl immediately, but I love that they went for it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a fun movie. 
Uh, the really there's a really cool scene when they go to buy her a costume in the old school drugstore, and there's like all those old costumes. Like the one kids, there's like bully kids who are picking on her for being an orphan. <laughs> kids and <in laughs> where this goes back to like the eighties high school thing. They're just chasing her down the the, the hallway, going, "You're an orphan. You're an orphan." <laughs> they they really try to like almost justify a serial killer. Uh yes, but the the um one it's the old smock and masks costume, and he's in mm-hmm. he's in the M A S K one, you know mask. So he's wearing a mask mask. Your mask mask, yes. Um. Oh, so the ambulance that transports Michael Myers was a prison bus in an earlier draft of the script. And so they use Michael escaping a prison bus 30 years later in the Halloween, the David Gordon Green one. It's a little IMDb trivia nugget you might not have known. Oh, Sayer gets his eyes gouged out in the, in the novelization of Halloween 4. Mm, just seeing if there's anything else that you might think. Uh, I don't know. Pretty good. I like it. It's dumb, but you know, it's not great. But it's a fun little Halloween movie. And you—it's c- not a huge body count. No, it's not. It's not. It it, oh, it no, goes no. pretty quick. There's like, so it's like Michael breaks out, and then it's the whole like tell the story of Jamie Lloyd, and like they have to sell like you know nothing that this is that this is her daughter, Laurie Strode's daughter. So they have to make it they have to do a very blatant like talking to her older sister and saying well you're not my real sister <laughs> you know you're uh, my foster gotcha. sister because you know every foster sister sure and then she's sibling has that conversation right and then she's up in her bedroom hugging a picture of jamie lee curtis as laurie strode and it has mom written on crayon in the back so you get that got it yeah um, it literally, it, like, it's surprising, like, Michael doesn't just come out and hit you over the head with it. Yes. But she has she has visions, nightmares of, of Michael Myers. Because as you'll find out in the next two movies, she's kinetically linked through the thorn, ruin, whatever fucking. And all this is retconned out. All, everything after the first movie has been retconned for the last three movies. Gotcha. Uh... And then what else? So they have to set up. Then they have to set up that she has to babysit. And then they have to set up the whole shtick going to the store with the boyfriend and 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 show the cute blonde that's working with him. And then they do the trick or treat scene, and she's in the same cost. She picks out the same costume Michael wore when he killed he killed his sister, his other sister, you know, because in this, Laurie Strode's also his sister. In the first movie. You know, childhood Michael kills in the clown costume. Yes. So she picks out the same costume happens to be at the drugstore. She picks it out, wants to be in that. They go trick or treating. Of they go to her boyfriend's house or her boyfriend's 
the girl's house and her boyfriend's there. So she storms off. Then, then it goes, cuts to Loomis who stops at a gas station, but it happens to be the same gas station. Michael goes to, to, to get his coveralls, you know, he's got to stop and get his coveralls. Sure. Uh, so he kills everyone there and then you see him, you know, in his coveralls, but he still doesn't have his mask yet. Squeezer. Ah, uh, and so just kind of shoot around it. Well, no, he's all wrapped up in bandages because of the fire from oh, two. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, because like, it's is this like immediately? Yeah, he's in a mom. He's he's being transferred in an ambulance from the hospital because he got burnt, and and Loomis's face has really bad prosthetic to look like he got burnt too. Gotcha. So he, so okay. So you, Donald Pleasance did survive. Yeah, they both. See, I never saw it, so I assumed he died. No, they both died. They both survived, and Donald Pleasance survived enough to be in the next three movies. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't realize that Donald Pleasance was just such a draw that they're like, you know what? We're going to base our franchise. I know it's Michael Myers, but really, Donald Pleasance is bring is filling seats. Well, he was the only name they could get to come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll do it. Are you sure? Yeah, why not? <laughs> We're going to put that dumb hey guys, makeup on you been, again. Sure, put more on. It's been nine months. Uh, you guys working on a new uh, anything new? Yeah, right, right. Do we got a, what's a, what's a new, uh, what is, you know, you kind of left it a cliffhanger there, guys, and I'm still alive in cannons, so. So, Michael, then, I'm telling them, I'm doing a really MacGyver here for you, Squeezer. <laughs> I Ma- love it. Michael, Michael then, of, of course, um, why he steals a, a tow truck and drives away, uh, tricky enough to hit the gas pump to blow up Donald Pleasant's car that's parked next to it. Oh, and that's where Donald Pleasance dies. No, 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 no. He has to hitchhike to Haddonfield. <laughs> oh, so he really just inconvenienced him. Right. And he finally gets there and he goes to the he goes to the police station and warns them that Michael's coming back. Meanwhile, they're buying their cost while they're buying their costume. Michael Michael's in there too, conveniently. Well, coincidentally, the only costume shop in town. And he takes a Ronald Reagan mask and walks off screen, but then you see him throw it and grab the bleach William Shatner mask instead. They they happen to carry Michael's ma- uh, distinct mask <laughs> at this at this costume store squeezer. Ah, well. so, luckily for everybody, but he doesn't kill anyone there. Does he like politely pay for it, or does he just have a tab? Uh, well, he must have a tab for th- that store. All the kids were too horned up thinking about who was banging who. They didn't even notice him. Hmm. Then if they finally get to the sheriff's house where the the boyfriend and the girl, the sheriff's daughter happened to be the hot blonde that he was working with, were just just about to, like, she just popped the top off and revealed the girls. Mm-hmm. He's about. Well, that's necessary. He's about to get in and. And the cop cars pull up. She's like, it's my dad. That's scarier to him than the Michael. <laughs> and it tells you where kids in Haddonfield, Illinois, in the 80s. Brady, do you know how to use a gun? Sure. And he hands him a huge shotgun. Can you operate this? Yes. He goes, <laughs> if, you, if, you get, if you touch my daughter again, I'm going to be using this shotgun on you, son. Yeah. Then the big Mike, Michael somehow, they fortify the house. Michael somehow gets in and starts killing people. Uh, kills everybody. But the sheriff, Loomis, uh, Rachel, the stepsister, and and Jamie, uh, they get out. But uh, a bunch of, I don't know. It ends with Michael maybe or maybe not dying. But he Spoilers. doesn't because there's five, six. <laughs> and, then, and then they bring 
Um, it's, H2O starts a whole new uh, trilogy of movies. In 98. Wait, so there was a... When was... How long was the gap between, like, the end of this... Let's call it a saga so, so and the reboot. Halloween was 78. Halloween 2 was 81. Halloween 3 was 82. Then there was mm-hmm. six years till Halloween 4. 88. Wow. Halloween 5 was 89. They cranked that one right out. And then The Curse of Michael Myers was 95, Gweezer. It's Donald Rudd's... Uh, I'm sorry. Paul Rudd's uh, in the movie, and it's Donald Pleasant's final appearance in a Halloween Aww. movie. And this is the conclusion of the Jamie Lloyd uh, Thorn Arun um, arc. Yeah, he's trying to kill... Um, the last of Laurie Strode's relatives that just seemed to be magically appearing. Her brother, and <laughs> her father's brother and wife, daughter and grandson. Did they ever explain why exactly? Why he wants to kill the family? Yeah. Or it's just... Yeah. Like, um, a thorn is a, an ancient druid curse, a rune um, that uh, causes him to kill his bloodline on Halloween night. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, we're at uh, um, now Jamie's all grown up, the different actress. It's not Danielle Harris anymore. Uh, and Paul Rudd's playing Tommy Doyle, the young boy that um, um, what the fuck? She was she was babysitting on Halloween night. That's played by uh, Anthony Michael Hall on Halloween Kills. They tried to get Paul Rudd. But he wasn't of it. He was doing like an Ant Man or something. Oh, oh! I mean, I guess that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that was ninety five. So it was, it was that's how well uh, four and five did. It was uh, eighty eight, eighty nine, and then well, wait a little bit, and then ninety five they wrapped it up. Then ninety eight Squeezer three years later they reboot it. With Halloween H2O. Uh, and Halloween Resurrection is the sequel to that. Both with Jamie Lee Curtis. And those are directly related. H2O, okay. we, we watched it last. I saw it in the theater. Uh, it came out in like August of uh, 98. I was down at Ocean City. August 5th, 98. I was down in Ocean City with my buddy and it was a rainy day. So we went to a mall with a movie theater and saw this movie. Um, it grossed $75 million off of $17 million budget. So it did pretty good. Wow. It was on the last yeah, I, one. What's that? I just, I remember the marketing for H2O was insane. Yeah, it was it was Miramax and Dimension. And it was written by Kevin Williamson, who became hugely popular by doing Dawson's Creek and Scream. Ah, okay. Yeah. So everyone wanted to see this movie. And that's why, you know, of course, we want to see it. Um, And it was good. It it wasn't bad. It was, uh, you know, Michael Myers goes, comes to, comes back to some boarding school in uh, California trying to kill uh, 
Laurie Strode and her son, played by uh, Josh Hartnett. Josh Hartnett? Yeah. Wow. Then uh, Resurrection has Buster Rhymes in it, and Tyra Banks, and Thomas Ian Nicholas. Uh, that's when they... Wasn't everyone doing that at that point? Like, they did that with Friday the 13th, too, right? What's that? Like, let's load it up with a bunch of, like, B-list music celebrities... They did that with a lot of things. This was um, um, she see at the end of H two O, she thinks she cuts the head off of uh somebody, but it's a man that uh, like it's it's the ambulance guy that Michael Myers switched masks with. Okay. So Laurie Strode's all like, um, she actually killed the guy. Yeah. Damn. So this is three years after the last event. Michael reemerges to kill Lori again, and she's in a sanitarium. Uh, and she's just like in the Halloween, the David Gordon Green movies. She sets up a trap, uh, tries to kill him. I think, she, yes, she dies in this. Because um, she tries to take his mask off. She doesn't want to kill the wrong person again. But... Uh, and then they do like a whole internet uh, reality show called Dangertainment. <laughs> and they have to spend a night in Michael's abandoned childhood house to figure out what led him to kill. Of course, they all die. Oy. Yeah. yeah. Good. The producers did too. Yeah. Yeah. Hope the cameramen are okay. H2O was good. This movie was bad. That led to it being buried. Um, and then Rob Zombie re- rebooted it in 07 and 09, and that died. And 10 years later, David Gordon Green rebooted it in 2018. And then on Friday, in two days from now, uh, the last of that, Halloween Ends, comes out. Nice. Yes, I, I heard the uh, they're promoting the shit out of it on like Spotify. Yeah, um, I've heard some things about it. I don't know if they're true or not, but no spoilers. Not, well, yeah, I'm not gonna spoil it. Okay, right I, I might. Uh... We'll see. All right, it's on. P- it'll be on. P- I like. I like. I like kills. Here is Squeezer's. Now an hour later, here's Squeezer's <laughs> first pick. Ah, uh, let's Remember, no horseplay allowed, except for the driver. This, my friends, is where we manufacture those tiny, tangy, crunchy eatables we like to call nerds. Each nerd owes its distinctive shape to a scientifically engineered Walker reduction device. And you get two flavors in a box. Quite handy if you have a split personality. Nerds from the wild world of Wonka. I like nerds. You like nerds? All right, you can when, you can go with yours now, and we can try <laughs> well, catching we, up we, on. Quick, quickly before we, <laughs> Gibbon six 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 ask RK to do Andre the Giant and Zoidberg debate Michelangelo's Angela's David. Zoidberg, I love a question for you. It kind of sounds like like Zoidberg, my Andre the Giant. I think. <laughs> wow! Yeah. I have a question for you. Why don't David? If you created my god, have a belly button. What am I, a doctor? <laughs> I can. 
<laughs> why, why was Dr. Nick involved there? Hello, everybody. <laughs> Zoidberg. Uh, I don't have it. All right, uh, go on. Uh, talk about... Ah, uh, nerds. Um, possibly... Um, out, like, see, like, Reese's... Are we... Is it understood, like, Reese's are, like, the pinnacle of Halloween candy? Or is that not the case anymore? Because you just... You can get them now. Or is it just... What? Like, a Reese's cup is, like, the pinnacle Squeezer, of... Squeezer, we're adults. Life. We can get anything we want at any time. That, 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 that's my thing. That's my thing. I'm like, well, it doesn't feel like it should be anymore. But as a kid, yeah. Like, it, it's... Right. It I was the best. I can go buy of... my own candy. But it, and it, today, it still is. Because, you know, I'm cheap. And I don't want to go buy candy. So when my kids get Reese's, you know, you, that's part of the tax. Um, But I would say... My my personal favorite, if you are getting trick or treat candy, um, even better than a Reese's, would be Nerds. Nerds and it's are all, good. It's all in the packaging, right? Yeah, the little box. Yeah. And also, like it, it's a little, it's lasting. You know, you can like, you could be a weirdo and like eat that Reese's very slowly and put it back in your pocket and then pull it back out later and have a little, you know, meltedy, chocolatey pocket and take another bite and put it back in with a little fuzz on it. Well, or, <laughs> the Reese's, the, <laughs> the Reese's, the Reese's was like back in the day. Now it's just in like a little, a, a, a packet. You just whip it open. The Reese's used to be folded up in this little envelope with a piece of cardboard on it. I mean, they still have the yeah. little, the little like, you still got to pull the, ra- the the panties off of it. The, 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 <laughs> the Reese's panties. But uh, <laughs> it's, um, you know, it, it used to be more methodical getting into it. Yeah. So you, it took some time. But then you devoured it instantly like a fucking pig. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes the little foil ones, you just ate it in the panties because you didn't want to take the time. To... <laughs> and then just kind of. <clears throat> Half the candy would come off on those little wrappers sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, well, you end up turning it inside out and then just... Yeah, right, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you, you got to get that little peanut butter off. Sure. Or, like, my, myself, it's like you want that good peanut butter inside. You want that to last. So you eat around the edges. So you just have, like, the little peanut butter thing on the inside. So you, you get rid of the excess chocolate. So you get that peanut buttery goodness. Oh, God. Uh, we were such weirdos as kids. All the shit we did when we ate things. I know. Just, like, the ritualistic. Me, me like like, I always said, like, the waitress calling me out at the restaurant because I saved the last clam. Like, I had it marinating in the butter for, like, an hour. Like, we were done eating. I was just sitting there watching my dad drink beers at the table. And she's, like, trying to clip. I'm like, no, no, I'm saving that one. And she looks right at me, looks at my dad, looks back at me, and she goes, you don't get out much, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I was, like, 10. <laughs> I don't know, 10. I thought you were going to say there was last there was 2 years ago. How long ago did your dad pass? Well, uh 4. So this was 5 years ago. <laughs> Be honest. <laughs> I mean, I I still do. Right. Uh well, no, I got to be quick though now cuz now my kid loves clams, so oh. she will just reach over and just start yanking clams out of my butter. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> That sounded yeah. weird. <laughs> oh, did it? Oh, it was, You're like yanking clams out of my butter. No, no, out of, out of my butter. Of course, a, a, a clone of Squeezer would 
Yeah. Yank clams out of a butter. Someone else's yeah. butter. Well, she also, I, I'm so proud of her. She looks at me, she takes her clam, dips the whole thing in, just goes, and sucks the clam and the butter and a pool of butter out of the shell. And Mrs. Squeezer looks at me, she's like, seriously? I go, that's, she's reached the end, she's six years old, and she's figured out the end game. <laughs> I was so proud. Uh, as everyone's barfing around her, oh, uh. God. <laughs> It's like 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 lips man ups at the <laughs> Remind me never to eat clams around you. You don't eat like what are those oysters, do you? Uh I not really. No. We were out in Vegas. I don't know Munch ate them. But every time we go everywhere we went, they'd get oysters and I'm like, Oh god, I have to look away. We were when we were in Paris for the first time with Enchantress, she got us cargo. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't even watch her eat it. I had to look away. Oh god. Yeah. Ugh. I, I, I mean, you're talking to a guy that eats crickets. So yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah, but I I will like if there's a crab leg and there's a little bit of meat in there. Oh oh. Yeah, like I am like. Uh, you can't eat crab like, anymore though, like, right? I gotta I gotta try. I, I'm I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> Just um, have an I'm epipen like, on standby. You can't lose yeah, you. Yeah. Well, I'm like the Sarlacc pit, where it's like my tongue is like, or like like Jabba when he's like licking Leia, like my tongue is inside that crab, like just trying to get what little bit of meat is in there before oh. I have to crack it, you know, entirely to get it out. I'm trying to be efficient here, you know. God, I'm gonna barf. Yeah, trying not to gross you guys out, but nerds has the quality of packaging where you can you it, it becomes like your trick or treat like uh. Uh, like it's it's can't it's your snack on the go. Like as soon as you got that, you crack that open because it could still last you. Take a little hit of your nerds, pop them back in your pocket. Guess what? They're still good. It's not gonna melt, and you're not gonna get all that linty stuff on your yeah, peanut butter. But nine times out of ten, I, I like all the nerds opened up out a little box and poured into my pocket. Well, <laughs> well, no, that's what if you were lucky because you know they had like ones that are just a box. But if you get the double-sided, who's giving one... that out for trick or treat? Oh, our neighbors did. Your so your neighbors are giving out full-size, double-sided. No, no, not they weren't like full-size. They were somewhere in between. Like they weren't like a big box, but they were like I don't know. Half I've the never size seen of a deck of cards. And they were double size. I never seen these. Can you find a yeah. picture? Uh, yeah, I'm looking at them right now. Two flavor trick. Thirty-six. The 1.6 ounce packaging, 1.65 ounces, and they're split, and they have the uh, the gimmick top. We used to buy them at the pool all the time. 1.6 ounce nerds, two. Yeah, the one points. That's the full flight. That's the full box. There, that's the big guy. No, it's not the big. There's the big guy. This is the. It fits in like the palm of your hand. No. Yes. I'd have to. Uh, yeah, it's slightly smaller than like a deck of cards. Yeah, the one point six ounce nerds are the ones they sell, and it's like they can if you go to a, like a store and buy a pack of nerds, that's the that's the size. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's a full size nerd. It's not that big. 
Yeah, but it's still like to go out and give those out. That's a, that's a that's a, that's your rich neighbors. Good God, that's pretty badass. I know. But now, now, oh, you see it now because they come in like the multi bag pack. You have like the single boxes. Yeah, that's all we got as kids and, yeah, and trick or treat the single no. little boxes. Uh, no, no, we would get our neighbors had that. We would get the uh, the double box and oh man, that was awesome. Because oh, you pop that, you just pop that lid and give it a little shuka shuka, spin it around, give it a little shuka shuka, mix your uh, strawberry oh, and yeah. grape. Oh yeah. Because any other kind of nerd is just weird, blasphemous. Oh, no. I like I like all the weird flavors. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the only other time we got them was like in the summer at the pool. Yeah. Um, they would always game. sell them at the snack stand there. Little league snack stand. What's that? Little league snack stand too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And like they had dweebs, the too. Remember and dweebs? Then the, and then the baseball field snack stand. Do you remember dweebs? Yeah. They're like soft, chewy ones. I wasn't. I, I like a good crunch. Ah, uh, cherry I, cola I like, nerds. I like my uh, my circulose crunchy. Um, so, yeah, the ingredients. Double dip uh, as nerds. Stated, are, uh, it's sugar, sugar, and sugar. Oh man, they had three bangers. Remember those three flavors? I exclusive to Woolworths. These were. Oh. Huh. Double. They were double dipped. Exclusive to Woolworths. Three three flavors. Fancy. Yeah, the fucking baseball snack stand was. It was awesome, but terrible at the same time because if you you played a Fullerton. Yeah. Before, uh, if you played at that field. That's closest to the entrance to the pool. The closest to uh, like uh, Circuit City and Toys R Us. That mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. That would be the southeast corner. Okay. Little Squeezer played right field. Mm. Do you know what's in right field of that baseball field? Uh, the, movie? the snack stand. Snack stand. Yeah. Yeah. So it just waft over. And it's like, oh. Like, the only reason I was still playing at that point is because I wanted the post-game snack and then to go to the snack stand later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But my sister playing softball was the greatest. I would go to all the games. Yeah, um, yeah, I'll go. My friend Matt's sister played softball, and we'd always go to the games because there's somewhere, some field for us to go play in, and then you, 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 you drain the snack stand when the parents aren't looking. Yeah. Because for, like, two, three bucks... You could live like a goddamn king. I still like, you know, if we're working a, a football game, I'm like, I'm going to the band and like they got, I, I get my holishki. <laughs> I can get a couple, two, three hot dogs for like five bucks. I was always a bottle cap fan, Squeezer. I'm a big, I still am a bottle ooh, cap ooh, fan yeah. to this day. I haven't had them in a long time. Root beer, cola flavor. Because I was, soda was, was the forbidden fruit, you know? Mm-hmm. So to get soda. Oh, and the root beer ones are the best. Yeah, well, and the cola. I like the root beer and the cola. But to get yeah. to get soda in a in a, a candy form at Trick or Treat. <laughs> oh man. Nothing's better. Yeah. But uh yeah. Ner- nerds provided a an efficient uh snacky treat while uh going for more candy. True that my friend squeezer. I miss it my Turn to go and talk about something for a long time. Yes. All right. Here's my next pick.
That was Autumn Leaves Squeezer. Uh, played by the weird, creepy witch dolls my mom would get off Home Shopping Club. <laughs> So my mom decorated for Halloween. She's, I mean, t- saying my mom is weird is, 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 I love my mom to death. Great woman. Mm-hmm. Weird woman. And she had issues that dealt with, my grandfather was an alcoholic in a way that was bad, not like I'm a fun alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, admitting it is the first step. Right. So, um, she she had issues because of that and yeah, that's fine uh but oh, i'm trying to see where how can i check because i bought oh uh, you can only go back three years i bought my mom one of these off ebay squeezer and I'm, i don't know how long ago i did because she you know she left them at my brother's my, our old house and you know when she left her and my dad split up mm-hmm. so i tracked these down but they're like they're like monthly dolls and i was at a few years ago i was at merchant square mall one of the guys was selling them uh and they were, they're different for every month but my mom only by the october months because there was a witch um uh halloween 80s halloween Ween, which I should have done this earlier, but we had a hockey game. Dolls that played autumn leaves. <laughs> uh, ah, Miss October. Here it is on YouTube. Miss October witch doll vintage. And this okay, is okay. I'm gonna Google Miss October. Miss o- Miss October. M I S S October Halloween witch doll vintage. Oh, I'm gonna look. I'm Google Google imaging Miss October. <laughs> like there was one for every month, uh, but she of course Miss October, Halloween, witch, see this, witch, doll. Oh, there they are. There she is. Yeah, put the meat in the volume up. You hear it? It's playing a yes. little faster. Huh. Do you see it? Did you see did you see it? Miss I'm still Googling. Miss October Halloween Witch Doll. Ah, Bryn's Halloween. That might be it. Oh, I see one that's creepy. She had this one. Yeah, see, we it didn't called have... It's called Brins. B-R-I-N-N-S, Halloween. B-R-I-N-N-S. Brins dolls. She had the... Ah! Yeah, she had this clown. fucking... This, like, jester one, too, I'm looking at right now. The 1986 one. Good God, it's spooky. They still make these things. Do they? Uh, let's... I, I saw it search filled out for... I don't know. So look up Brins. It's Brins. That's what it is. It's Brins dolls, and she had Miss October. She had. She clearly had eighty six. This. Uh, she had a lot of them. I'm like, oh, God, they, 
and they're around the house. But I was obsessed with just and Halloween, like Halloween to me was going down and cranking them up and just playing that dan dan. That was like such creepy, haunting music. Uh huh. Even though it was autumn leaves, like. Well, it's because these little dolls are plotting to kill you. Right, but I loved it. I just sat there, like, and and just ate it up. It's so creepy. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we had those around the house. Eighty-seven was the one I remember the most. But she had eighty-six. She had eighty-eight. And there's my mom did put a lot of decorations out for Halloween. Um, if you look up like eighties Halloween direct Bryn's Halloween, a lot of the it's in Pittsburgh. And I, they sold on Home Shopping Club. Before it was Home Shopping Network, it was just Home Shopping Club. And she bought a lot of all this crap off Home Shopping Club. Whew, God, this stuff's creepy. <laughs> all right. Moving on, Squeezer, to your uh, next pick. I'm going a little quicker here now that I stalled for so long. <laughs> Wait. That's my old one. Sorry. Nah. Don't adjust the television set. Your reception's fine, but in their new suburban home, the Freeling family has tuned into something beyond our world. Poltergeist. You'll never look at your television set the same way again. Poltergeist, a Steven Spielberg production, rated PG. Now playing at a theater near you, check newspapers. I can't believe when you... In the darkness of early morning... I put to him. ...suburban home, six-year-old Carol Ann will be the first to realize... Ah, they're here. That thing is in there with my baby! And you will never look at your television set the same way again. Poltergeist. It knows what scares you. A Steven Spielberg production... Now playing at a theater near you, check newspapers. Hey! <laughs> what? Uh, the lady was talking over uh, everyone so much that uh, I guess we never heard uh, who directed it. Um, did they say that? Uh, it was Tobe Hooper, because Tobe Hooper came to Steven Spielberg with his idea of this. Uh, and, you know, Frank Marshall also produced this, who directed Squeezer. What? Frank Marshall directed. Yeah. What movie? Uh... My favorite movie. Caddyshack? No, my favorite Two? movie. I think 1995. Congo. Bingo. <laughs> Frank Marshall's the husband of Kathleen uh, Kennedy, who's yes. the bane of Jason's existence. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but he did he really direct it? Frank Marshall For, pro- uh, produced this. Tobe Hooper yes. directed this. Yeah, they they on on paper. According to everyone else, though, Spielberg. That was there, it was pretty much Spielberg. Yeah, because this was too big was, of a budget for Tobe Hooper. Yeah, it, it was on. He was on set for because well, he wanted to direct this. He wanted to direct it. Right. But contractually, he wasn't allowed to because E. T. So he was basically there every day. He was completely involved in like uh, uh, the scoring of it and everything. Um, uh, Jerry Goldsmith did the score and like in his like memoirs and like talking about it he said he only dealt with Spielberg as far as scoring the film 
Uh, and then Spielberg's team that did Raiders and all that did all the post-production. He was in completely... Hand, like, Hooper was there on set for the most part. He was almost almost acting like... I don't want to say uh, an AD, because that... It, Almost like a second unit director being on set at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, let's just say that they, you know. Apparently, did. Tobe didn't even care. I guess. I mean, you're working with Steven Spielberg. Toby. Toby Hooper? Or to- I always say Tobe. I, is it Toby? I, always, I thought it was Toby. I was just thought that you were in the know and i'm like oh wow maybe it is toby. Toby. i would say tobe but it could be toby he directed toby. uh chainsaw massacre texas texas yeah. chainsaw massacre there was actually a, i listened to a podcast about the whole texas chainsaw massacre a while back yeah it was really well like when i finally was able to it wasn't into the early 2000s i was able to bring myself to watch it but like what he did with that budget is pretty crazy yeah and then, like the, the the backstory like just all the people involved and like yes, what they created for nothing, and what it became. Uh, Poltergeist was not that. I mean, it had a ten million dollar budget, and for the time, that wasn't. It, it was, I think, the model of the house that they uh, this they said that the cost that it it took to destroy the model home at the end of the film, they could have built a house. Oh, true. So here, I read this quickly. It's on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. The John Leonetti, the first assistant cameraman, said mm-hmm. that uh, Hooper was just nice and happy to be there. He creatively had input, but Spielberg developed the movie, and it was his to direct, except there was anticipation of a director strike. So he was the producer, but he really directed it in case there were going to be a strike, and Toby or Tobe was cool with that. It wasn't anything against Toby or Tobe. Every once in a while, <laughs> he would actually leave the set and let Toby do a few things just because. But Steven really directed it. Oh. oh. Toby was always calling action and cut, which you'd never, ever do that over a director. No. Because Spielberg probably knew that. Yeah. Uh, just even if it's just for appearances alone, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so... You were surprised though that this was on my list. Yeah, I would not. This is a scary ass movie. I would not yeah, think yeah, you'd watch it. Is. it. It's terrifying. Right. Yeah, I saw this in the nineties, and same. I was like fucking spooked out of my mind. Yeah. So I had friends that loved horror movies. Uh, my best friend at the time was like loved it. Like his mom, horror movies loved it. I hated them. But if we had a sleepover, we're watching horror movies, and at one point, I had to watch Poltergeist. We would always rent horror movies for sleepovers because it was always fun. Yeah. And as, as soon as you got into, like, middle school and, like, you had sleepovers, but, like, girls came over. They didn't sleep over, but they had to leave, you know? Nope. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I hung out with a different crowd. So you the the move was always get a horror movie. I it's squeezer. If you if you if I lead you to believe for one second I did anything with these girls, you're wrong. Oh no, I <laughs> you sat on the opposite side of the room and 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 fantasized, but that you 
like be sitting next to them. That's about the most of your fantasy. Oh my! <laughs> we were at the. We went to uh, in a little amusement park with the kids, and they had a uh, uh, a Halloween dance party. Mm-hmm. As it got dark, and oh, was that Dutch like, Wonderland? It was Dutch Wonderland. And uh, they had a little Halloween dance party over there. And we were just hanging. We met. There were some friends from out that way we met up with. Like, it is Toby. Park closed. What's that? It's Toby. Toby? Yeah. I've been saying Tobe Hooper for years. I'm an idiot. Oh. I'm gonna keep uh, up. You're I'm not gonna, an idiot. I'm going to keep saying it. Everyone care. else is wrong. I don't, I'm going to do it. I'm going to say it. I don't care. Eventually, you know what's going to happen? Eventually, uh, as the English language devolves and evolves and... All that's left is a couple of written words that we have to decipher. People, are, maybe they're going to say Tobe. Maybe they will. Yep. Um, but, like, there's a big dance party. We're just hanging out in the back talk. I look around, and I go, always the wallflower. And we were. There's a dance party for five-year-olds. And we're all the way in the back just standing there watching it. Because not even my kid wanted to get involved. Yeah, well, Genetic. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't want to either, yeah. No. Uh, any dance I would Yucky go to kids. at St. Elizabeth's over by you, mm-hmm. they, they always had the school dances. You, you just stay with your friends. You don't really dance. I yeah. still, I uh, do we that. used to go to that, that building that was next behind the playground next to the baseball fields at Fullerton there, that decrepit thing that was always, like, crumbling. Yeah. That's where they would have them. Wasn't that like the American appliance? Isn't that isn't that the fucking salvo you took me to? No, no, this is like a a building on in the playground. Like uh, okay. On the grounds. It's like the, the rec center. Well, we ours would be at St. E's and the only people who'd ask me to dance were the strange priests. And I they never just, I They just wanted you to feel good about yourself. I never turned them down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I was petrified of this film. I couldn't even watch Coach after this. It was too scary. Because you're afraid Coach is going to rip your television out and put it outside? That's why. I, that was the scariest thing for me. <laughs> oh, that was... <laughs> no, Dad, don't do it. Don't do it. I, my dad, uh, are you kidding me? No. Oh, he used oh to. He used to he, my dad and I used to. We used to cut out like ads for this. We wanted a 27 inch Zenith TV so bad, but my mom was like, "No, you're not getting. You're not getting." And people, <laughs> when I tell you 27 inch, and you're like, "What?" If if is 27 inches was a big television back then. Yeah. Listen, listen, Zenith, the 27 inch TV for sale at Sears. I'm gonna convince your mother to buy it. Like twenty seven, my dad and I would just be sitting there drooling. As as much as it's like as much as you think Chris and Jeffrey are the same person, the more we do this podcast and the deeper I get into me growing up, I was the same person as Jeffrey. <laughs> like he would he, he related to me more as a kid. Like him and Chris had like the same interests, like firefighting, uh, ham radios, um, but they clashed on a lot of things. Me, it was like you know, my, my brother wasn't interested in staring at an ad for a 27-inch mm-hmm. TV until we got it, but I certainly was. And so then, y- your brother was interested in your dad's smart hobbies, and you were interested in your dad's dumb hobbies. Right. And then, like, the first <laughs> thing you do when you get that new TV, watch every movie on it and see how great it looks. Watch yeah. everything you have on VHS on it and see how great it looks on the TV. And my dad I was I remember all when we got our it. first... Was it a 27, maybe? When we got our first HD TV squeezer, 
the thing was the size of a refrigerator. (laughs) It was was a tube TV and it weighed, it weighed about as much as a a refrigerator with Indiana Jones hiding inside of it. And, um, nothing on that. Come on. Oh, sorry. I was looking next to me in my old TV that you just no sold a great joke. I'm sorry. And I didn't hear it. So it doesn't count. So we, we'd watch like anything we could on. And then my dad got his first projection, like 52 inch projection, HDTV. Mm-hmm. And I just would just like bring movies down on DVD. And we watch it and see how good it looks on it. On <laughs> the big 52 inch TV. And now we have a 70 inch TV at, and in our living room, just cause that's the small size you could buy anymore. I know. I'm so mad. That I can't, I want to go bigger, but it would look awkward next to my fireplace. I just want to rip out my fireplace now. Do it. You won't do it. No, I won't. I love my fireplace. Actually, I'd rather have wood, but what is it? Gas? Sure won't allow it. Yeah, yeah. Gas is just I guess easier. It, it's nice and pleasant, but it's expensive and yeah, but it's, I it's easy. starting fires. It is easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any, um, anyone yeah, pull through this? Movie was, uh, terrifying to me. The end, se- like the the swimming pool sequence, which is rumored to have been real skeletons. Um, what? No way. Uh, that's that's the ongoing rumor. It's never been completely debunked or denied. That sounds like something everyone said in grade school. Yeah. Well, someone like did look into it, and it actually would have been cheaper to get real skeletons than fake ones. So that's why yeah. But Hollywood so never does what's cheaper. Ah, <laughs> uh, good point. Like, let's get the real skeletons, mold them, and make fake skeletons out of the real skeleton molds. <laughs> It'll cost a thousand times more than getting fake or real skeletons. Yes, that's what we should do. <laughs> that's how they do it in Hollywood. Yeah, because true. It, yeah, it's a union gig squeeze. They're not looking for yeah, cheaper. Uh, yeah, but yeah, this movie scared the uh, scared the pants off me. Well, uh, it's a scary movie, and that's what scary movies do, squeeze. That's what Halloween is all about. Oh, I don't like, but no, Halloween's about having pumpkin seeds and candy, <laughs> and when watching cartoons, and in prime time. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Um, I gotta pull out my next thing. Uh, all right, are we I'm ready? I'm gonna to... have nightmares just looking at pictures of this movie. God, you're gonna move on. Let's get you a little. Yeah, go please. back. We're shift gears to beer now because. Ooh, there's a vacancy at the Bates Motel. Norman, is that you? No, it's Spuds McKenzie, and it could be you. Look for this display and enter Bud Light Psycho Sweepstakes to win a Bud Light party with Spuds McKenzie at the Psycho Mansion. You could even get a mug like Spuds at participating retailers. Wow! That Spuds is so cool, it's scary. Ah, uh, Spuds McKenzie. Another thing Jeffrey and I had in common. We love Spuds McKenzie. <laughs> I had the Spuds McKenzie Orange Fright Night t-shirt. Um, I don't know where he got it. He came home one day with him. And I have on my desk, the, it says you could, even get a, you could even get a mug like Spuds. I have that on my desk. Now, the mug like Spuds in the commercial, 
when it shows you, it looks like a glass mug full of beer smoking. But you can clearly see the ones they're getting for free are plastic glow in the dark ones that are kind of small. And that's what I have on my desk. It's a Spuds McKenzie Fright Night. And Squeezer, I thought this was funny. It was another trip to the Bates Motel. Huh. Wow, they were really pushing that thing, huh? That was like if you had like a, 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 a like, you know, I guess it was like she's honking Coors beer, Elvira. She, pronouns, pal, god damn it. Uh, and then she's hawking mug root beer, uh, and she's giving away with mug root beer uh, trips to the Bates Motel. We're selling real beer. We're going to give away trips to the goddamn motel. Doot, doot, doot. Was it the same party? Um, I think this might have been before that. 19, hold on, going to click to make it bigger. That's what she said. Okay, zoom in. Where's the? I can't uh, zoom in, squeezer. I think it's 1980 something, and it says, "Hey, trick or treaters! Halloween is just a scream away. Win a party with spuds. I would kill to have a party with spuds. So it's so be sure to stock up on plenty of Bud Light. The one." Light that cut the the one light oh, is really small. That cut shines them all. The outshines them all. Not cut. <laughs> Look for entry forms for the Spuds McKenzie Psycho sweepstakes at your local retailers. Fright Night display, or you can win instantly by calling the Fright Night hotline at one nine hundred three hundred one two three four one two three four. How they get that? It's a great way to win hundreds of prizes. The grand prize is a weekend trip to Hollywood and a party at the with spuds on the actual set of Psycho. Oh, so this was Hollywood, not Florida. Yours was Florida, right? Um, no, no, the it was Hollywood. Oh, it was Hollywood? Yeah, I, I, because I talked about it. I saw the one in Florida. Oh, right, 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 right. But the uh, the uh, mug root beer one was Hollywood. So other prizes include videotape players with a library of psycho videotapes, glow-in-the-dark spuds mugs, which I have on my desk at work, and other Fright Night treats, the Halloween Ghost Psycho with Spuds and Bud Light contest, uh, uh, ends October 31st. So I think what happened, like, they'd give these mugs and, like, T-shirts to beer distributors, and my dad went in, to get like a, his yearly six pack of beer, because that's one thing my dad and I don't even drink. And they were, he was like, "Oh, those t-shirts, can I have some for my kids?" And back then, that was the thing, like give your kids a beer t-shirt. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, he got that's how he got t-shirts for us. Okay, uh, seventy-five cents per call. Everything else is just a light squeezer. And this was nineteen eighty-eight. Uh, that was oh no, the mug was eighty nine. Uh, so, so it was, was year prior. So mug was ripping yeah. off. Um, Spuds McKenzie, man, it was fucking the man, dude. And this the commercial is hysterical. It shows Spuds and the Dracula. It got it's got Spuds as as the in the in the shower with a little shower cap on. Uh, hey, it's got spuds with a, a, a lot of babes. Is that uh, he was a ladies' man? He was. 
That's what all the t-shirts is. And it shows Spud as the mother from Psycho. Everything else is just the light. Um, I might buy one of these vintage beer ads for $16 because it's fucking... So I, I was like a Spud's McKenzie rabbit hole a while ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was trying to bid on these blow mold Spud McKenzie lights. They were about like three, two and a half feet big, like blow molds. And then I'm watching Halloween 4 and I see one in the bar they're in. I'm like, oh, fuck, no, I want one even more. <laughs> Love me some Spuds McKenzie. All right, here is Squeezer's third pick. I'm going to finish the show at two hours if I die trying. <laughs> when the spooks have a midnight jamboree, they break it up with fiendish glee. Ghosts are bad, but the one that's cursed, that's the headless horseman. He's the worst when he goes jogging across the land, holding his noggin in his hand. Demons take one look and groan and hit the road for parts unknown. Cause there's no spook like a spook that's burned. They don't like him and he's really burnt. He swears to the longest day he's dead. He'll show them that he can get ahead. Man, that's catchy. Actually, it makes me want to play Fallout games, but old-timey music. Were the only two uh, holidays I had appointment television, Halloween, and Christmas? Um, like, they made specials for all the holidays, but the only two that really had... Like, oh, we're, this is going to be on Disney Channel at Halloween, and you're going to watch it. Um, Here's Halloween and Christmas, right? Yeah, I think so, because, like... Even like so, your other like Fourth uh, July really have anything? No, no. But like no, but like maybe Thanksgiving and like Easter had like, Thanksgiving had the parade night, the night before. Yeah, Easter might have had one or two things. Yeah, but it was and Christmas. You always had like your Jesus shows, right? And stuff like that. Like Chris- Christmas Ten commandments would be on the night before. They didn't have like a month though of shows like no e- Halloween and Christmas did. Yeah, like Christmas was clear like a month. Halloween had at least a week. Halloween had a month for me, and uh, Christmas had like two months, because Christmas special started popping up in November. Yeah. Oh yeah. As soon as like Thanksgiving hit, like that's why Thanksgiving, like you had, there was no need for it because you had Survivor Series, and then it went right into Christmas. Right. I used to love Um, Thanksgiving as a kid. You had days off during the week. mm -hmm. There was really no. There's no church. You know. Same with Halloween. (laughs) No church. But you got no days off for Halloween. Halloween was fun, but no days off. Thanksgiving, you got a few days off from school. No church. And uh, Survivor Series and, you know, gorging yourself. Yeah, I I still love... uh, Thanksgiving still might be my favorite. I'm a fan of Easter now. We always have fun at Easter. Yeah. Everyone comes over. We eat tons of food. For me, it's really whenever, like, it's just any time there's an opportunity for the family, to everyone to just get together, hang out, and eat and drink a lot. Yeah, right. That's fun. Which, it shouldn't be a holiday. I guess that's why our parents liked holidays more when we were, when we were kids. Like, we were just like, that's man. That's true. But you get together, yeah. you, you get to eat and drink whatever you want. And... Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um... Anywho, one of the said specials that was so awesome was... Uh, and now, granted, that song was from 1949. I know it's not the 1980s, 
But it reran, repackaged, because Disney was a master at this, of just rerunning the same shit that they made for years mm-hmm. uh, over and over again. Disney's Halloween and, treat. Disney's Halloween yeah. treat. Yeah. Well, that was in there yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in 82, uh, Disney released uh, Disney's Halloween treat. Oh, sorry. Which was... Sorry. What's that? I just blew your load there. By singing the song right before you're like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, and Disney's Halloween tree. And you're like, yes, Disney's Halloween tree. If you'd let me get there, <laughs> fucking asshole. Um, it was, per- it was, we planned all that. Yeah. Um, and it was a combination of all their shorts and stuff like that. And so Ichabod Crane and the Headless Horseman was part of the adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, which was, uh, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow and uh, Wind in the Willows combined. But they took just the Headless Horseman part of it and edited it for TV for time-wise purposes and smashed it in at the back end of this Halloween special. And this thing creeped me out, I'm not going to lie. Because then, so it, it debuted in 82 and ran all through the 80s into the mid-90s. Um, and... I was not going to lie. I was a little scared by it. Because, believe it or not, I'm a scaredy pants. Uh, so if you thought I was scared by this, imagine my reaction to Poltergeist. Also, I saw Aliens way too young as well. Yeah. But it was pretty badass. Alien was that scar- made up for Alien it. was scarier than Aliens. Yeah. But I saw Aliens first, mm. which I was still scary. Some, you know, scaredy pants. Um, but yeah, you had uh, Ichabod Crane. It, it was basically a Disney retelling. It's what they did best. They took a, a old story and retold it as best they could, and did a put their own little twist on it. Had a fancy man, you know, I'll get someone that knows how to sing, like Bing Crosby or something like that. And sing a very catchy song that was like a big hit. Um, Animation-wise, a lot of people claim that The Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Toad, like these two films, is some of the best animation Disney ever did. He got a wild ride out of it, too. And he got a wild ride out of it, yeah. That's what my friends and I, we would call Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And we'd ride, uh, we had this thing, I forgot what it was exactly. I think it was like a part of like a... uh, like one of those like roof capsule things for like your van and like ride it down the steps in his basement. Hmm. Yeah, we called it Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Um But yeah, it was kinda like an overlooked film, like when you compare it to all like the princesses and stuff and whatever, you know hundred and one Dalmatian shit. I don't know. But uh it didn't it it wasn't huge in like their lexicon of movies, so it got you know I don't want to say downgraded, but it got a second life really in uh, the Halloween thing where it fit better because it was actually a really spooky, scary uh, show. And spoilers, uh, well I don't, I don't know, does he die at the end? Uh, I don't know. He gets away, flaming pumpkin skull comes flying at him. Next thing you know, no more Ichabod. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or 
is he uh, happy with a new family somewhere else? And he just kind of took off and ran, leaving all the school children to never learn again. True, true. Then Michael Myers is going to come after him. If only. Yeah. But yeah, watched that a lot. Had it on uh, the old Betamax. Dad taped it off at Disney for us. So. <laughs> actually, maybe I did. I I don't think he knew how to actually tape anything. It was that wasn't a NASCAR race. Oh yeah, we we knew how to. Oh, and let's set up a recorder so that I'll show you on the watch it later on. He always screwed it up though, and I I would have to fix it. Hmm. Yeah, the, the, ah, the I can't wait for that engineer. day when I don't know how to use the DVR anymore and my right. kids have to... The television engineer, he couldn't figure it out. I <laughs> it. All right. Um, All right. Nostalgia, just popping in between drinks and hockey. Go cracking since I haven't come to chat in ages. We'll be listening while delivering beer tomorrow a.m. Hope you all are well. Happy spooky season, boys. Nostalgia addict. Thank you, sir. But you nah, have a very important job. He's he's fucking love that guy. He's in Seattle. Loves a crack. Oh, um, our buddy. And good uh, for you guys. Yeah, our buddy Ma- Matty. If you ever go to a game and you see Matt the uh, Matty Ice, he drives the Zamboni. Tell him you know RK and Squeezer from Allentown. Uh, he's our boy. He's the Zamboni guy out in uh, uh, Seattle for the Kraken. Hell of a dude. Yeah. Awesome dude. Good dude. Yeah. Matty Ice. Um. All right. Moving on. Are we ready to move on? Yeah. Have at it. All right. Here is my next pick. Let's get someone. Who are you going to call? <laughs> We're here. So are we. The Frankenstein Dracula monsters. Watch this. Get them, boys. Ghosts. Funny guy watching scream. Ah, look out! Now your turn to scream. Fun to scare. The real Ghostbusters, each sold separately. New from Kenner. Fun to zap. Ah, uh, when they had live action people play, so that that commercial, they had people playing live action versions of the real Ghostbusters monster squeezer. Ooh, yeah. So I only had one of these. Ah. Uh, I had the Wolfman Squeezer. I think that's the only one I didn't have. The Wolfman Monster. There was the Dracula Monster, who um, was like a pudgy old grandpa. It looked like they were modeling off Grandpa Monster from the Monsters. Uh, The Frankenstein Monster, who had bolts in his head instead of his neck. Oh, sorry. I was thinking of a different... uh... Monster figures. Let me see this line real quick. Go ahead. Sorry. The, there's a Quasimodo, uh, the zombie monster. Uh, I had the Quasimodo. That's the, the who I Wolfman had. Wolfman and the Mummy. I had the Wolfman only. And these, they're pretty. I got to give it to Kenneth. These are pretty well made. And they weren't like. They weren't like repaints of anything, Squeezer. They're all very original and very intricate. And I guess that's like the showing of a, of a line that's making a lot of money. Mm hmm. And I don't know if these ever appeared in the animated series. I don't remember them ever appearing. I I don't remember. 
but uh, like Kenner wasn't in the business of making toys that pe- really appeared in the animated series because they never made a Sam Hain figure. That would have been cool. That would have been cool. Um, these toys were they're really weird. Uh, the zombie uh, looks like um, so. You know how we call a certain member of our crew Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. He looks more like the zombie figure in this line. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've got a, someone who looks like the Quasimodo. Hey. Not you. Oh. Hey. <laughs> I guess maybe it does kind of look like a, a deformed little, you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the Wolfman the, the mummy, though, has, like, the shrunken head, like, um, Beetlejuice figures. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh maybe, maybe, uh, Jason Reitman, he used a few old real Ghostbusters ghosts in his... In Ghostbusters Afterlife, maybe the sequel will have some of these monsters in it. Hmm. Would they have to go through a licensing deal with Universal, or are they generic enough? No, I think they're all, um, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? Public domain? Public domain, yeah. Hmm. Blah, look at it, really calm. The Frankenstein monster. There's no copyright there or anything. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Although, yeah, I think... Universal made up the bolts in his neck, maybe. Ah, so if they put if there's a, if there's a certain look to the right, character. The, the look of the character is owned by Universal. Yeah, the name is not. Gotcha. That makes sense. From what I I know, and I don't know a lot, but I know copyright law and how to skirt around it. <laughs> oh, these are just cool. All the yeah, all cool. the Ghostbusters action figures were fucking. The real Ghostbusters were cool, but these were fucking pretty rad. Um, and I figured I'd mention them because it's they came out in the 80s and it's Halloween in the 80s, Squeezer. These were like 88, 89. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was towards the end of my Ghostbuster run. I would say like Turtles were starting to... It, it was Turtles, fucking Batman. There was just, it just, we got inundated. <laughs> Turtles, Batman, it, Dick Tracy, yeah, Batman. It's a lot. It, X-Men, fucking, it was, yeah. All right, here is Squeezer's fourth pick. I still had Legos to build. An accident. An accident. An accident. The humans had an accident. There was a child in the car. A child. A child? A child? Cats have nine lives, children only one. Help them live that life. Buckle them into a car seat. No one wants a child to become a memory. Memory What the fuck is this? <laughs> I found this last night. What is it called? Right? I need to watch this. Um, fuck. I don't even know what the hell it was when I found it. Uh, let me try. It, it's. Is that uh, Cats man. the musical? It, yeah, it's Cats. Kids, PSA maybe. Uh, yeah, Cats PSA. U.S. Department of Transportation. The show must go on. Oh, yeah, here it is. It's an accident. An accident. An accident. Oh, they're dubbing over footage of the from the commercial. Uh-huh. They're overdubbing. An accident. There was a child in the car. A child. A child? 
A child? Or is it Cats have nine lives, no, no, children this, this, only one. Around. Help them live that life. Buckle them into a car seat. No one wants a child to become a memory. I probably blanked this out because I fucking hated this commercial. <laughs> the, the cats from the Winter Garden Theater. I've never, I, I saw this and I, it was one o'clock in the morning and I'm laughing out loud in my kitchen. Yeah, because this commercial so here. Cats, the number one family uh, musical in America. Autoplay? Nah, it's right there though. So the I world's most thrilling theatrical event. Cats. At the Winter Garden the magic, Theater. The mystery, the memory will live forever. Cats, the seven-time Tony Award winner, the once-in-a-lifetime experience, the most exciting family musical in the word. Cats at the Winter Garden Theater. Call Telecharts 212-239-6200. So we lived in a split uh, market squeezer, and we've explained mm-hmm. it many times. We were both in New York City, the greater New York City area, and the greater Philadelphia area. So half of our channels were in New York City, half of our channels were Philadelphia. They played this commercial at nauseum constantly. Oh my God. There was no commercial break you couldn't get away from. Right. But I've never saw that PSA before. No. And it's phenomenal. It, it's my favorite PSA of all time. It's the greatest thing I've ever seen ever. I love it so much. It's so bad. At the Winter Garden Theater. <laughs> but like, are they just breaking the memory? Yeah. And, and like, like, they're talking about. Oh, God, it's awful, but hilarious at the same time. And I don't know why Mr. Humperdink, wherever the hell that cat's name is, <laughs> Mr. sounds Humperdink. like Maury from Maury's Wigs. <laughs> it's probably the same actor. Where's my probably. fucking money? money? You got money for this fucking commercial, but you can't fucking pay me? Henry, oh, Henry boy. The pipes, the pipes are calling. <laughs> Please, someone stab me in the back of the head with an ice pick. <laughs> I'd never shut the fuck up. Yeah, talk huh. now, motherfucker. I'm I'm Tommy and all this. <laughs> am I? If you're Tommy, am I? I'm not. Uh, um, you're my Polly. Am I Polly? Mm, no, you're my Lorraine Bracco. <laughs> But Tommy and Lorraine Bracco are like tertiary friends. Yeah, it's true. All right, you're my Maury. No, uh, 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 nah, I, I wouldn't. I you're don't my, want to be Maury. Uh, you're my Billy Bats. No, I mean, come on. No. <laughs> I mean, eventually I will be your Billy Bats. Eventually. Right, but I think I'm gonna have to be. I'm either your Henry or your Jimmy. And you're I think, my Carbone. I think I'm your Jimmy. Frankie. You're t- no, I get really excited when yeah. you finally get like a real job in television only <laughs> to find out they just blew your brains out and then, and I call and I'm like, did he get it? Did he get it? And like, he's he's gone. There's nothing we can do about it. Right. Nothing we can do about it. Yeah. That was, people who haven't seen Goodfellas are like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> Shame on uh, you. Go watch Goodfellas. Shame turn, on you. Turn go, this you podcast off. Wasting your time on us and go watch Good. In yeah. fact, even if you've seen Goodfellas, yeah, right. stop wasting your time on us and go watch Goodfellas. If you're driving, right. go watch Goodfellas. Right. Um. Anyway, I needed some kind of cat thing. and I don't know how I came across that, but I'm like... Oh, wait, that I, wasn't I, I, your pick? Your pick is something else? 
well, it's, it's cat related. Yeah, okay. Um, because my mom had a cat suit Halloween costume. I think I talked about this oh, before. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, and she'd be do her little. She would do like the little pose that's on the <laughs> packaging, like ah, my cat. Like, oh, it was that's so gross. embarrassing for you. Oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. My parents never wore costumes. Oh, my mom did. And you know, you know my dad. Yeah. Do you think my dad would want to ever dress up in a Halloween costume for nah. any reason whatsoever? Unless there was a hockey sweater, I think, right? Or a NASCAR jacket. You nailed it. Ah, I got it. First time shot. Yep. Uh, all right. If I got to dress up, I'm going to be a goalie. And that's it. So my mom had her little cat costume. My dad went and uh, put on his um, Ron Hextall jersey and had the mask. He actually, I don't know where they came from, but he had like, the I think he borrowed the, the, the gloves and pads for like a picture, but I never actually saw him with it. And then he had a goal and he had a, like a cheap stick that you would get from, you know, your local sporting goods store. Not like a real goalie stick. You know, one of the cheap, like the wood Wood handle with like just a plastic blade and then just wrapped it in electrical tape. Um, but yeah, that was his. That was his Halloween costume. Which eventually, then that that hockey stick and the mask became mine, and I would actually use it to play street mm. hockey with, out in the back. But uh, yeah, I I remember my mom. I don't remember him even walking with us. I think he's like, all right, yeah, I'm dressed up. We took the family picture. I'm gonna hand out candy now. And then immediately the mask and everything goes off, and he's just hanging out wearing a hockey jersey, handing out, you know, candy. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I get it. The kids, don't force your dad to dress up. It's fine. And mom, oh, don't think I that hope they, they... Sque- the squeezettes make you dress up like a cat. I'm <laughs> <laughs> all dressed up like Mr. Farfanugan. Or Farfanugan. Farfanugan was the horse in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Perfect new again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. God, they, they keep wow. asking me, when am I going to be this year? When am I going to be this year? I'm like, I'm going to be your daddy. Well, you dressed up last year. You were in a wig, I remember, seeing a picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was it? I was Hades from the Disney thing. Hades from uh, Hercules? I had, I had a blue blue hair. Hercules, 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 yeah. Oh, so you were, what was that? That was, um. he was from uh, Casino. What was his name? The guy who played Hades. Yeah, but it wasn't that Hades. I was Hades from the Descendants movie. Descendants movie? Yeah, it's a Disney Channel thing. Oh. Yeah. So I, basically, it was like it was basically like Bill Paxton from Terminator, but with blue hair. Mistopheles? Is that who you're talking about? No, I'm looking up. No, no the you keep saying Mr. Barfick Nugent. I'm like, is it Mistopheles? <laughs> oh yeah, I, I guess I thought you were talking. I thought we were going in like Rum Tom Tugger. Uh, Idris Elba was yeah. in this movie. Oh my oh, god! Oh, in the new one? I, yeah, I guess. In, in the in the in the cat crotch movie. Yeah, Jason yes. Derulo probably had a. He's Rum Tub Tugger, and that the the and the British late night guy. James Corden plays Bustafer yeah. Jones, and yeah. uh, uh, Judy Dench. Yeah, they they Mr. had a lot of people. That was should be. Then there's Rumple Teaser. <laughs> Rum- <laughs> 
terrible. Oh god, I'm glad that movie was so fucking awful. Yeah. Could you imagine if that would have like been a success? Yeah, and they just keep making more of them. Oh, yeah, I remember that in the 80s, that was the last time my dad definitely dressed up. James Woods, that's who you were. Oh. James Woods was Hercules, was Hades in the Hercules movie. I would have loved to have been James Woods. Yeah. But I wasn't. Like, I only know him, like, oh, he's in Casino. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I know of him. All right. Um, We are going on to your, is it mine or yours? It's me, right? Uh, It's your turn. Yeah, I just did uh, cats in car seats. All right, this, you might not make sense, so I'll explain it to you. I wanted to give a heads up leading into mine, but I forgot where we were in the show. That's all right. Just pick a candy, T-Dog. Shut up! You have no idea how important this is to me. And then I had this weird, crystallizing moment. I realized I didn't have to choose the candy. I could just let the candy choose me. So what'd you get? Bitter honey. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Don't be. I ate that bad boy an hour and a half ago, and I'm still pulling bits of it out of my teeth. <laughs> I love Turk. <laughs> Scrubs. That was the only way I could find a spot for talking about peanut butter kisses. Um, so, Squeezer, I did a Squeezer deep dive into peanut butter kisses and oh. read and watched uh, stuff about it. They date back to 1907. Apparently, all candy was uh, confectionery and candy was called uh, kisses. And to prove it, the guy making the video found a dictionary from the 1800s, late 1800s, and under kisses, the second definition was uh, confection, small confectionery. Huh. Yeah. So a lot of this was like it was. It's a molasses taffy, and it, so it's just the taffy that has a little peanut butter in the middle that's in the black and orange wrappers squeezer that you got every Halloween. Mm-hmm. Now, some people could say this is the garbage candy, but to me, this was my favorite squeezer. I loved it. I lived for it. Ah, I don't really know what molasses is. I just know my dad used to say people drove slower than, or my dad used to say we were going slower than molasses in January when we were like taking forever to get ready and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know exactly what molasses was. Uh, it's like a. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a syrupy sugar cane rendering. Yeah. And then they make brown sugar with. Okay. Molasses is a viscous substance resulting from refining sugar cane or sugar beets into sugar. Yeah. So it's basically just molten sugar. Hmm. Why is it? Why is it so flavored? I don't know. So they made this molasses taffy, which is a brown, it's like a brown sugar taffy, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we could call. Yeah. And in the middle, it had like dehydrated peanut butter, <laughs> right? Mm. Yes. A delicious, delicious salty p- treat in the middle. That like, that that's the, the salt. Yeah. Whew. Uh, so you get these. It looked like taffy, and it was either in an orange or a black wrapper. 
Uh, so it became, it was a distinct Halloween thing. I remember there was a couple companies that made it. Uh, Mary, Neko, Mary Jane made um, peanut butter kisses. Uh, a few companies made them. They weren't they weren't like like it wasn't like a brand that had the rights to make them. They were so old anyone could fucking make mm-hmm. them. It's like saltwater taffy, you know. You yeah, know, it's, it's the, the 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 uh, public domain of candy. Right, but everyone they're always. I don't even know if they exist anymore. Squeezer. I mean, I guess you could still get them on Amazon, but do people still buy this to give out? Uh, I don't think because it's so easy now. Like they, the because that that's what used to be what is now the like mixed bag of right, like, like of licensed of, candy. Yeah, like back in the day, getting like a Snickers or a Twix was very rare, but now it's it's like yeah, common. You would have to go out and like buy that and like right. make your own mixed bag of some kind. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm talking uh, the Mary Janes in uh, 1907. They used to be, like, if you'd buy, like, a pound for 29 cents of real candy, they'd give you a free pound of peanut butter kisses back in, like, the early 1900s. Oh, sweet. Yeah, right, I know. So, uh, yeah, that was an 80s candy for me that I always loved. And I probably haven't had one since the 80s, but, uh, man, I was a fan. Squeezer, let's wrap this. Let's put a bow on this fucking long-ass show. Feels long. All right, you know, let's let's go up on uh, on an up note here. Okay. You don't recognize this? Nope. You've heard this before. What is it? Not maybe not this version. This is "Down in the Park" by Gary Newman. Okay. Just Google. You, you can cut this off. Uh, Google "Down in the Park" by the Foo Fighters. Oh yeah, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. Was like, not sorry, Dave. I'll tell you what. Not what? one of my favorite Foo Fighters songs. In fact, I always felt this was a weird track to put on this album. One of my favorite, probably the best Foo Fighters album ever. Weird track. Oh, no, no, no. Don't go by the picture. It's deceiving. Oh, it's not on the color and the shape. Where is it? No, it's not on color and shape. It was off of an X Files like. Uh, oh yes, X Files album. Yeah. It's on other albums though. I have it on an album, isn't it? It's got to be on. Maybe a. It might have been, or maybe it's just from the B-side listening album? to shit on uh, like streaming recently. Kind of mixes all together. Yeah. All right. You tell tell us a story about this. I'm gonna... Oh, yeah. Um. But so yeah, Gary Newman is like the godfather of you know electronica. Yes, I guess. So the tenth anniversary, uh, tenth uh, anniversary vinyl I have has this on it. Of color and shape. Of color and shape. Yes. Oh, that's why I don't, because I have like the original. Yes. CD. It, you know. Yeah. It's a it's a B side from Color and the Shape. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, I gotta. You know what? I even had that. Hang on.
And it has the Baker Street cover on it, too. Dun, dun, oh. na, na, na. See, I wasn't going to buy it because I was actually looking. I was going to buy this, but then and I it, didn't because I'm like, oh, I already have it. It was the B-side, the Monkey Ranch on the single. Oh, it's not on this version of the... Uh, I, I bought my copy of Color and Shape on vinyl about 10 years ago, so... Oh, oh, oh well. Um, where was I at? You're talking about... Oh, Gary this, Newman. Yeah, um, yeah th- so it's a... It's, I just wanted the creepy uh, 80s Halloween song, and it doesn't get more... Like, if you just listen to it, like, the music alone is actually really creepy. And for the time, like, this was, like, new. Like, this, he wrote this in, like, 79. This came out in, like, 80. And the lyrics themselves, too, are perfect because it's all about robots that hunt and kill people for the entertainment of people sitting at a restaurant eating and watching it for fun. Mm. So it's a very Halloween-y, theme kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I remember I heard the Foo Fighters version before this, and then I eventually found uh, the Gary Newman version later when I started getting into the weirdy, weirder, you know, electronic-y airy synth poppy kind of thing um but yeah it's a fun it's a fun driving at night song and it's a good halloween song to have on yeah add it to your so add uh uh, down in the park either and you could go with the foo fighters version if you like you don't need the original marilyn manson also has a version out there as well um but foo fighters i think were a little more uh uh homage to it Versus just straight up making it their own. So, yeah. Yeah. Fun song. Uh, I, I It's not bad. Uh, I always, when I see, I listen to this on uh, that vinyl a lot. And I was like, mm, it's a little out of place. I guess, yeah, on that album. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's strange. But it fits in there with uh, X-Files. I didn't watch the X-Files. Squeezer. Uh, uh. I caught one every now and then. It wasn't until I think it was actually even like done or ending. I'm like, oh, I'll start checking this out a bit. <laughs> yeah, I again, scaredy pants over here. Scaredy pants. That's it, Squeeze. That's our whole show. Halloween. Nice. Also, Look at some, us go. something rad years I wanted to talk about that it's very rad years. Blink-182 is back together with Tom DeLong going out on tour. I'm so excited. I'm a huge, 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 huge Blink-182 fan. Yeah. And um, I am so pumped. I've seen them live with Tom about five or six times. I've Damn. seen them live with Matt Skiba probably about five or six times. So, and that's that's not been a long. That's not hasn't been a long time. I saw them at Firefly, the Wind Creek. Went to the twentieth anniversary, or twenty fifth or whatever anniversary it was of uh, Anima of the State at Warp Tour back in twenty eighteen. 2019 i think it was 2019 um and i liked skiba and i liked the two albums but you know i, I love tom tom's gotta be back i'm excited for mark tom and travis to be back and go on tour and we will be at least one of those shows so already got pat 
Oh, got your tickets. The Atlantic City shows. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was something that that's they're a rad years band because they popped in the nineties and yeah. Uh, but that's it. We will be back next week, Squeezer. We're jumping ahead a decade. What? We are talking about everything Halloween from the nineties next week. Wow. And then we are done with Halloween with our trick or treat grab bag following the following week. So it's like. A grab bag from the 80s, grab bag from the 90s, and a grab bag from anywhere. But I, I do have some things from the early 2000s I want to talk about that will be in this year's grab bag suite. Okay. Yeah. Because I was going through, I'm like, oh, fuck. I wanna, oh, I'm like, uh, I'm like, we're not, these are 2000s. I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to talk about them in the grab bag. Because. Fair enough favorite Halloween things but we'll be back next week in 1990s talking Halloween squeezer some spooky ass shit and hopefully Ooh. you don't pull any cat stuff like I like my kitties that I have here but I do not like that music uh-huh. fuck them <clears throat> good night kitties fuck Mr. Farfik Dugan yeah and oh they're they're just trying to save kids Mr. and Tumble get a cheap plug in the for their damn is. play alright was that Mr. Tumble Tits, the leader there? <laughs> ah, we'll be back next week. I'm RK. And I'm Squeezer. See you, everybody. <laughs>